You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's talk some Twins baseball for the next 30 minutes. Here on Final Pitch, News Talk 830-WCCO. Not a winning final pitch tonight. The Toronto Blue Jays get the first game of the series against our Minnesota Twins. 9-3, to three, that was the final score. like to give you that phone number that you can call and give your thoughts, your opinions, any perspective that you may have with regards to tonight's ball game. 651-461-9226. That phone number again, 651-461-9226. I am not at Target Field. I am in the WCCO studio with Hammer because I didn't want to be distracted tonight by Cole Swindell. Cole Swindell's rocking out right now at Target Field, and I know that Hammer is a little bit jealous that he's missing out on the action with all of the fans and watching the uh, the concert taking place and and beef in the streets hanging out there with uh, with friends as well. But, um, look, we're going to sit here for the next 30 minutes and talk twins. Exactly. We yeah. won't talk Cole Swindell, but it, I know he's rocking out right now. And we have a lot to talk about with this game after what just happened. Do we? I think we do. I mean, we, we, we do, but let me start the conversation with this part of it, okay? Okay. I know that it's a 9-3 loss for the twins. Yes. I don't think that the score is truly indicative of how this game was. I would agree with you on that. All right, so and, and what I mean by that is, look, we know that it got out of hand in the in the eighth inning. Yes. We, we clearly, we get that, we understand that, and we know that in the sixth inning we we fell, um, we gave up three runs in the sixth as well. Emilio Pagan, not good tonight. There were some issues there. We'll address him in a second. But the eighth inning where the Blue Jays scored six runs – that was the ball game, okay? Now, the reason why I say it's not indicative of how this game was playing out was because I thought that Sonny Gray was dealing. And Sonny Gray was dealing. Sonny Gray tonight did not go deep in the ball game. okay? I, let, me, let me preface my comments by saying I, I would have liked to see him go another inning, possibly two, because you're going to need your starters to go deeper, okay? Let's get that out the way right now. But tonight, Sonny Gray, five innings pitched. He gave up one hit. He gave up no runs. There were too many walks. Okay, he walked five batters, struck out five, 96 pitches. Couple of innings, kind of, you know, put himself in some tight spots where he walked some batters, which meant the pitch count was going to creep up there. So he didn't do himself any favors tonight. But with all of that being said, Sonny Gray by and large, had a good performance tonight. But the issue is going to be, and this is something we have to watch from now into the rest of the season, in trying to win this division 
and also try to um, try to do something significant in the postseason. The starters have to step up. And look, I get it, guys, that we acquired a couple of arms in the bullpen. I know that Lopez is everybody's favorite closer now. I know that Fulmer is an, an arm that's going to help us. And they look good yesterday. At the end of the day, though, that's not enough. You've got to get quality starts out of your starters. If you want to weigh in, 651-461-9226. Because that is what is going to lead to results in the postseason. Yes, I like this offense when healthy. And yes, I think that this team is capable of being better than what we've seen here lately. But not unless you get starting pitching. That's going to be able to give you quality starts. At the end of the day, that's where the run begins. We cannot get into a pattern, and this has been a pattern, where it's starter goals for four or five, then you hand it to four guys in the bullpen to finish it off. That's not the recipe for success. And, and, and granted, I was in Kansas City from 2013 up until 2018. I was there when they had Kelvin Herrera and when they had Wade Davis and when they had Greg Holland. I get it where you go one, two, three, bam, they're closing the door. We don't have that. So, so let's not think that we are going to replicate that because it's not the same situation. No, we clearly don't have the arm strength to pull that off, but I do like the fact you brought up Kansas City. But the difference there is your starters in Kansas City win six innings. You'd have to wear out your bullpen. You had a fresh Herrera for the seventh, a fresh Davis for the eighth, fresh Holland for the ninth inning. I mean, with this Twins bullpen, if you put up four relievers every night, you're burning half your bullpen. I mean, now look at tonight's pitch count here. you got a Gray going 96 pitches. I wish he would start the sixth, but it is what it is. But got through 25 pitches. He's probably not available tomorrow night. Miguel threw 29 pitches. He's probably not available tomorrow night. And definitely through 44 pitches. He's definitely not available tomorrow night. So you're already down three arms. Now you got five guys to rely on tomorrow night. And you're starting to run as Tyler Maley, who hopefully can give you six innings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it, at some point, Sonny Gray is going to have to give you more because yes. that's what you brought him in here for. Yeah. Um, w- whether we like it or not, Joe Ryan's going to have to be in a situation where he's going to. Yeah. Now, I, I get it. There's a lot of questions. People are asking the question. Are we watching his innings because he's, they are. he's in a place that we've never he's never been before? Yeah, I totally get that. But at the end of the day, man, when you're going in and you're trying to win a championship, I mean, you got to rely on your guys. I mean, this time of year, you have to grind another inning out or so, or at least try to start another inning. I mean, if it really comes in midway through the inning, I'm fine with that. But I mean, like great ninety six pitches. I believe if you're starting pitcher, you throw in between seventy five to one hundred pitches probably. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Gray start the inning. I understand why he took him out. I'm not going to fault you too much for that. But at some point, these stars have to give the Twins six innings because yep. this bullpen is just not good enough to put four innings together on consecutive nights. That's how you burn out your bullpen fast. Yeah, this is not the Royals from 2015. No. And even when you were in 2015, you had guys like Edison Volquez that could give you some innings. Yes. Okay? He was a dog that way. Yeah. Like he, he didn't have electric stuff, but he was going to be able to give you six. Your Donald Ventura, rest in peace. Yeah, he was a... I was just going to bring it up too. He was like a, a like a like a mid relief guy too, wasn't he? No, 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 no. Oh, he, was, he was starting. He pitcher. was starting back then. Okay. Yep, yep. He was a starting pitcher. He was. He was in the rotation. He okay. was the phenomenal young guy with electric stuff. He had the electric arm um, that tragically died in the uh, the car accident yes. in the off season. But uh, Giordano was a guy that uh, that you could look at and, and you thought that he was going to get the job done. 
Clearly, one of my favorite guys in my time in Kansas City was Danny Duffy. Yes. Another guy that they acquired to try to win a championship. Johnny Cueto. Which worked. You know, so so at the end of the day, that's not what we are. No. We don't have that Davis, Herrera, Holland. We got some guys, and Lopez is an all-star. But at the end of the day, you got to get your quality starts from your starting yeah. rotation. I mean, right now, I like the fact we have Lopez for the ninth inning. I like the fact we have Duran for probably the eighth inning. Bomber for the seventh inning. But the key is, like, you have to build that bridge to those guys. And the sixth inning there is still the thing we have to figure out there. I mean, if our starters go to the sixth inning, is Pagan the guy? Is Duffy the guy? We need to figure that out. Yep. And, and I think over time that will work itself out. And, and I hate to keep going back to the Kansas City Royals because of just looking at their ball club and the way that they were. But I, I think that there are some similarities here from the standpoint of of going to a bullpen and riding it out, because that's what we've been doing, but we haven't yeah. been successful like they were. There's a drastic difference, though, between our team and their team then. It isn't just that they got results out of going to their bullpen because their bullpen was legit, right? And we're not getting those results because our bullpen, we're piecing it together right now. But there's one other significant difference. Do you know right off right off? The top of your head, where I'm going to go. I don't know exactly, so let's hear it. I'm going I'm to tell you what it is. Salvador Perez. Oh, yes. Eric Cosmer. Yep. Alcides Escobar. Mike Moustakis. Alex Gordon and Lorenzo Cain were elite defensive players. Yes, they were. Our defense lets us down too many nights. And we, me and you talked about that hammer last night. We did. When we, we, we talked about how... I'm not expecting the Twins to be a flawless team. No. But when you are trying to elevate your game, there are areas where you cannot falter. Defensively, we're not, we just cannot do that. We can't struggle that way. Alex Gordon, you're talking about guys like Alex Gordon, Low Kane, and Mike Moustakas? Like those are legit. And Salvi, those are legitimately great defensive guys. Back in 2015, lovers. we have to have guys step their game up defensively. Look, I know Miranda, shaky, our guy, we love him to death. Luis Arise, shaky, mm-hmm. they got to clean it up. Even even Carlos Correa yeah. is going to, and, and look, we know, how, we know how good those guys can be defensively. They got to clean it up. No, you got to be sharper in the infield, and that's going to help your pitch out a lot too because then runners aren't getting on base. Yep. You keep runners on base, you have a chance to, to like shorten the game a lot quicker then. Yep. All right, 651-461-9226. Your thoughts, your opinions. Twins fall tonight to, to the Toronto Blue Jays 9-3. and three. This is Final Pitch here on The Good Neighbor. All right, welcome back to Final Pitch, News Talk 830-WCCO. Twins baseball, that is the topic. A loss tonight, 9-3 to the Toronto Blue Jays. That's what we're discussing. Sonny Gray was good tonight. Didn't go deep in the ball game though. Only went five innings, but it was a good five. He gave up nothing in terms of runs. He gave up one hit. He walked five batters. That he's gonna have to reel that in. But um, it was a pitcher's duel between the two starters because Alex Manoa he was good too. His line tonight he went six, gave up two hits, couple of earned runs. He walked four batters. He struck out five on ninety-seven pitches. So a little bit more efficient with his pitches because he went in. An inning more than Sonny Gray, but at the end of the day, Emilio Pagan oh, was not good. And let me say this real quick, 
and I'm not trying to be overly critical because we have criticized Emilio Pagan all year long, and he deserves it. But one thing that I just I can't do, and this is not just an Emilio Pagan thing or a Twins thing or a Vikings team. This is a sports thing. When athletes falter, when they're not good, when they struggle, own it. There's too much for my liking, and I'm not you know, trying to be a hater on Emilio Pagan. I'm just calling it like I see it. But you guys hear him in the postgame. I hear him in the postgame. There's too much, um, what's the word that, I, I'm trying to think of what I said earlier. There's too much. There's too much excuse making. Yeah. There's too much excuse making. Emilio Pagan tonight post game was talking like it might have been just a couple of bad pitches, and then he said I reviewed a pitch that the that the ump called, and maybe it was a little bit too low. Like I could see this if it was one game. Yeah. I could see this if there was if it was two games. This has been a pattern with Emilio Pagan all year. I, I, I'm not here for the excuses. Just let's own that you struggle tonight. And I feel like I've heard the excuses over and over yes. again after every bad outing he's had. And I don't. I, I'm not. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not here for that. I get a lot of explanation of why things went bad, but no explanation saying like this is on me. I got to be better. Well, a month ago, uh, when he had the severe struggles, and before he had the little bit of the vacation, and they didn't, yeah. you know, weren't utilizing him in games because they didn't know where to, where to put him. Yes. Remember when he said. If you look at my stats mm-hmm. and all that, he said, I that. I've been pretty. I've been pretty good. This year. I've only had you, like four you, bad outings. You nearly lost it after you saw, heard that. Absolutely. So I, the excuse making, he, he's got to stop with it, man. Like the fans are not dumb. The fans are paying the cost to go to games. We're all watching the games. The fans can remember Ron Davis, and they get flashbacks when they see Ron Davis. <laughs> all right, let's go to the uh, the phone lines to go to Kelly Madden and Maple Grove. What's up, Kelly? Uh, yeah, you know, I think that. The walk, you know, it's good that uh, Sonny Gray did not give up a run, but the walks, it's the walks. The walks will put you in trouble, and, and the walk, the walks will cr- cause uh, situations where you have stressful innings and more pitches. So, yes, the walks kind of haunted him a little bit tonight. It took him out of the game a little bit earlier. Yeah, and that that really uh, led to that uh, uh, eighth, uh, what, sixth? Sixth run, eighth eighth inning. So then, then you 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 the only one the only runs that you had were from Jake Cave, and then who else? There was two other two other two other dudes that you talking about for the Twins. Well, well, well. Yeah. For for us, Miranda ended up getting hit by the pitch, and hopefully he'll be on. He'll be yeah. fine when when they had the bases loaded, and then he also had the grounder that scored Polanco. So it wasn't like it was a hit factory tonight for the Minnesota Twins. No. Yep. No. I, and and that, th- yeah. Yeah. And thanks for the phone call from Kelly Madsen and Maple Grove. Yeah, it wasn't a hit parade, but you didn't anticipate that it was going to be. Manoa's a good pitcher. I mean, we had a good pitchers duel for the first four innings. I think. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Actually, for five. Yeah, five, exactly for five. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought, I thought everything was fine, but man, it blew up on our faces a little bit later. So, Pagan struggled clearly. Um, McGill struggled. Tyler Duffy. Duffy struggled. Oof, that was rough. Duffy struggled this year. He's had his troubles, and he's he's been one of our guys. Yeah. 
and I, and I like Duffy. I did too. But um, it, it's it, it's been a rough one this year. And it goes now with these new relievers here. Like, what's their place going forward? Are they sixth inning guys? Are they seventh inning guys? I mean, that's what the Twins need to figure out. I'm at the point where I'm a little bit concerned about his confidence because he just doesn't look confident like he used to. I think it's a very fair thing to bring up. Yeah. Given the way he's pitched this year. Yep. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Let's get to some of the highlights. Some of the highlights and also hopefully some of the uh, the post-game reaction. That on final pitch here. News Talk 830-WCCO. All right, final segment, final pitch. News Talk 830-WCCO. 651-461-9226. Twins fall to the Toronto Blue Jays tonight, 9-3. Wasn't their night. Bullpen collapsed. Sonny Gray had a nice night. Didn't get enough really run support. You know what? I shouldn't say that. I take that back. They scored enough runs to stay in the game. And against Alex Manoa, you didn't you weren't going to score a bunch of runs against him. That just was not going to happen. You knew it was going to be a pitcher's duel. It ended up being a pitcher's duel. Your bullpen didn't do their job. 651-461-9226. Let's get to the highlights. Twins beginning a four-game series with the Toronto Blue Jays. This looked like a pitcher's duel early. As Sonny Gray, he was dealing. Against Toronto. And the 2-2, strike three called at 94 on a fastball that Guerrero gave up on. Stayed away, came back, caught the corner. But as for Toronto starter Alex Manoa, he too was dialed in early on. 2-2 pitch is on the outside corner. Strike three, a sinker came back. And Byron is out number three. Manoa strikes out one in a 1-2-3 first inning. Manoa striking out Byron Buxton there. We go to the fourth inning where Minnesota, they got on the board first as Jose Miranda. He took one for the team. Manoa gets the sign. Kirk sets up inside. And the pitch is in and hits him. Miranda is down on his backside. That got him in the left arm. And Miranda's still on his backside. He is in a lot of pain. The Twins, though, are going to take a one to nothing lead. Yeah, Jose Miranda took that one right on, like, the wrist. It was his hand-wrist area, so I'm sure that they'll do some more imaging tomorrow. Hopefully, he will be just fine. Uh, hopefully, the best-case scenario is just it's a little bit bruised um, and that Jose Miranda will be good to go. But I, I, I loved Alex Manoa because, in that particular instance, because after he hit Jose Miranda, because um, he clearly wasn't trying to do that, it was a bases loaded situation. Uh, he was frustrated with himself in that particular moment, but he was very, very concerned about Jose Miranda. I watched him the entire time. Mm-hmm. He was very concerned, and when Jose Miranda w- was walking to first base, he was trying to get. He was looking over there because he was trying to make eye contact with Jose to to let him know. Make sure he's I'm, okay. I'm sorry, man. I, I didn't try to do that. I, that that's my yeah. bad or whatever. And then when uh, Miranda got over there. Uh, I think somebody tapped him when he kind of like looked over the pitcher, and then he was like, "It's all good." He gave him the kind of like, "Yeah, I, I got you, bro. It's all good." Yeah, you know, I wish more pitchers would do a situation like that because you know a lot of times the ball just happens to get away from you, and I don't think a lot of times it's intentional. And just you know, I wish more pitchers would say, "Hey, look, that got away from me. I wasn't yeah, trying to do instead that." Instead of just trying to be a tough guy, instead of just shaking off, just going back to the mound, just ignoring what happened. Yep. All right, the Twins had a chance to break the game open in the fourth, but they couldn't come through. Okay, with a count of two balls, two strikes. And the pitch swung on and lifted into shallow center. Biggio. And it's going to be Bichette reaching up and putting it away. 
Yeah, another massive missed opportunity. We go to the sixth, though. That's what Toronto, they finally got on the board. And the pitch. Hit high in the air, left field. Might have a chance as Gordon drifts back, and that ball is gone. Toronto has tied it up 1-1 on Hernandez's 16th home run. And two batters later, the Blue Jays, they took the lead. And here's the pitch. Line drive, base hit up the middle on another 0-2 pitch. Bichette, he's going to score easily, and Toronto is up 2-1. And then the newly acquired Whit Merrifield added another run in the inning. With two down, here's Whit Merrifield. Ground ball, base hit, stopped by Miranda. Gets up, throws, and it's dropped. Whit Merrifield in a line drive almost by Miranda. He dove for it, fielded it behind him on his stomach, and got up and threw to first, and Luis Arise couldn't pick it. we got to be better defensively. There's no, no doubt about that. All right, we go to the bottom of the sixth. That's where the Twins, they got to run back. Back in the action, 0-2, ground ball, shortstop. Scores one. Shet's laying back on it. He'll retire. Miranda, the run scores 3-2. Toronto, Gordon to third. All right, we close it a bit. We feel like we're going to rally. We're going to get back in this game. But then the eighth inning came, and that's where Toronto added on to their lead. And the 1-1 line to right field. That's a base hit. Towards the corner, Bichette rounds third. He will score. And the Blue Jays add another run for 2 Toronto on a Guriel RBI single to right. And then the top of the order came back around where George Springer, he added a couple of more runs. 3-2, ground ball left side, base hit left field. One run scores. Here comes Merrifield heading home. Gordon fires to the plate. It's cut off by Miranda. 6-2 Toronto. And the next batter was Vlad Guerrero Jr., and he broke the game wide open. 3-1 pitch, line drive, left field deep. This one towards the bleachers and gone. And the Blue Jays blow it wide open here in the eighth inning. A three-run homer from Vladimir Guerrero Jr. It is 9-2 Toronto. And the only bright spot after that for Minnesota was Jake Cave getting his first home run of the year. And the 1-2 pitch, a fly ball, left center field, hit pretty well. Merrifield going back, still going at the wall. That ball is gone, a home run. J.K. with his first of the year. The Twins are down 9-3. Wasn't enough. Twins fall 9-3 to the Toronto Blue Jays. All right, manager Rocco Baldelli after the game on what happened with Emilio Pagan in the sixth inning. Truthfully, it's a hard one to to connect. It's a hard one to to fathom that the same guy has has done both of those things this year. The swing and miss, the missed bats, a really good sign for any pitcher at this level to miss that many bats. He has a history of missing bats. He's a guy that's been a good major league reliever. EP is still going to play a meaningful role uh, going forward, and he's going to pitch in tight games going forward. I also think we have a handful of other guys, a good handful of really good pitchers, too, that are going to contribute in that in those spots, too. That's telling. He basically said in that soundbite that they're evaluating the usage of Emil Pagan. He just said that. And they should. Absolutely. And I'm not shocked at this point because Emil Pagan has been doing this all year long. Yes. Here's Pagan on the home run that he gave up. 
He took a really good splitter, 1-2, 0-2 as a waste pitch. The 1-2 pitch I thought was a strike when I threw it. I uh, went back and looked. It was sure. Maybe a half a ball below the zone. Great take by him. And then 2-2, two, two, I believe, was another splitter, maybe in the dirt. And then 3-2. He's a really good fastball hitter, especially out over the plate. So I was trying to run another split down and in on his hands. You know, at best, get a ground ball to third. And unfortunately, it was the worst splitter I've thrown probably in like two weeks. Didn't have much depth to it at all. And uh, he made me pay. And lastly, here is Pagan on the rest of the sixth inning. Bichette hit a good ball, had a good double the other way on a fastball up and in um, after a fastball away in the 0-1 pitch. Um, and he's a guy that generally stays on off-speed pitches later in, in and at bat. I face these guys a bunch, so I feel like I know him pretty well. And then Guriel, I don't know how he got to that ball, 98, two balls above the zone, and he, you know, he he got the bat to it, so. Uh, it's frustrating, for sure, but you know that, that's the baseball sometimes. Other than the Hernandez pitch, I, I threw the ball well, um, and sometimes it just doesn't go your way. So you know I got to make adjustments, make some better pitches with two strikes. But you know, it's, uh, try not to dwell on it too much. He he just said he threw the ball well. He thought he did. Is How that- many times are we going to hear this? I, no. How many times do I have to hear that? That's going to wrap up final pitch. You're on The Good Neighbor. It's 1132. Uh, Coming up next, though, stay with us. I know that you're leaving Cole Swindell. You're leaving Target Field. We hop into late night. That's next year on The Good Neighbor. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.